WMNF Tampa. In one minute, we're going to hear NPR News headlines. In six minutes, we'll be back to continue to ask for your support. We'll hear some more Maya Angelou. We'll also hear some the Gil Scott Heron theme song. We'll hear that uh, a little bit more of it in its entirety because I was scolded for cutting it off earlier. Don't want to do that, of course. Do want to ask for your support. 813-239-9663. Please pick up this USB thumb drive that has Maya Angelou, Dick Gregory, the Black Panther Party documentaries, all sorts of great information. 33 hours of content is yours on a USB thumb drive with your $100 donation to Community Radio. Give us a call right now, 813-239-9663. You can also donate on the web at wmnf.org or hit the tip jar on the WMNF Community Radio app. Thanks to everyone who has donated so far. We'll be back to thank you in a second. Here's NPR News on WMNF Tampa. Live from NPR News in Washington, I'm Windsor Johnston. Former President Donald Trump is casting the historic charges against him as an abuse of power by the Biden administration. NPR's Amy Held reports that Trump made his first public appearances on Saturday as a federally indicted presidential candidate. Trump spoke at events in Georgia and North Carolina this weekend after the Justice Department charged he left office with classified documents containing national security secrets, unlawfully taking them, showing them off, and lying about it. It turns out twice impeached and now twice indicted Trump hasn't strayed far from his playbook. We did it by the book. Perfect. Vicious persecution. Witch hunt. Witch hunt. Scam. Hoax. Trump has long framed charges against him as political hit jobs. The Biden White House says the Justice Department works independently. Today, Trump is once again the Republican presidential frontrunner. In March, the last time he was criminally charged, his campaign saw a huge surge in donations. Amy Held, NPR News. The decision of the former British Prime Minister to resign from Parliament and criticize a forthcoming report into his conduct has angered lawmakers. Villa Marks reports it will also trigger a new contest for his seat at a difficult time for his Conservative Party. Johnson's opponents have called him a, quote, coward who's shown his, quote, contempt for voters by stepping down. A parliamentary committee will issue its report into his misleading statements as Prime Minister in the days to come. Johnson's resignation, along with those of two of his closest allies in the Conservative Party, will mean his successor, Rishi Sunak's shrinking parliamentary majority, will face three further tests in the weeks ahead. That's Villa Marks reporting from London. Taiwan says 10 Chinese warplanes flew across the median line in the Taiwan Strait today. Officials say they also detected four Chinese naval ships conducting joint combat patrols. NPR's John Ruwich reports it's part of Beijing's efforts to turn up the pressure on the self-governing island. Taiwan's defense ministry said the 10 Chinese planes that crossed the median line were among two dozen it was tracking. It didn't say where the others were, but the incursion follows an unusually large sortie of 37 Chinese military aircraft that entered Taiwan's air defense identification zone on Thursday. Beijing considers the island democracy a part of Chinese territory and has cranked up pressure on it in recent years with military flights and naval activity in the vicinity. The median line in the strait is halfway between Taiwan and the mainland and has served in the past as a kind of informal boundary that was rarely crossed. China's been pushing the envelope since last year, though, crossing it on multiple occasions. John Ruich, NPR News, Shanghai. The Vegas Golden Knights are on the verge of winning their first Stanley Cup title after beating the Florida Panthers 3-2 in Game 4 last night. You're listening to NPR News in Washington. Southern Baptists are facing disputes over women serving as pastors and how the church deals with sexual misconduct among clergy. NPR's Jason DeRose reports the largest Protestant denomination in the United States will take up those issues at a meeting in New Orleans this week. Southern Baptist leadership expelled some congregations earlier this year in which women serve as pastors. The denomination has a rule that only men can hold that position because it maintains that the Bible prohibits women from teaching men and having religious authority over them. Delegates in New Orleans will consider appeals from several of the expelled congregations. They'll also hear from the church's sex abuse task force on steps to prevent misconduct. That's NPR's Jason DeRose reporting. 
Hundreds of churchgoers in Germany this weekend attended a service that was generated almost entirely by artificial intelligence. NPR's Rob Schmitz has more. The Protestant service in Bavaria was created by Jonas Simmelein, a theologian and philosopher from the University of Vienna who used the popular AI platform ChatGPT. Simmelein said he asked ChatGPT to write and deliver a church service, and it fed him a sermon that preached about leaving the past behind us, focusing on the challenges of the present, overcoming the fear of death, and never losing trust in Jesus Christ. There were mixed reviews from attendees, including criticism that the service, quote, lacked heart and soul. NPR's Rob Schmitz reporting from Berlin. This is NPR News. Support for NPR comes from NPR stations. Other contributors include Hint, maker of fruit-infused water with no sugar or diet sweeteners. Available in more than 25 flavors, including watermelon and pineapple. In stores or delivered from HintWater.com. Gil Scott Heron on 88.5 FM WMNF Tampa. This is a Sunday forum and Mabili and I are asking for your support for community radio. Do you enjoy what you hear Sunday morning? Does it fire you up? Does it inform you? Please show us your support. Help keep programs like this on the air on 88.5 FM. You can do that by calling 813-239-9663 or donating on our website WMNF.org. We have not cracked the $100 level yet, and we still need to raise more than $1,400 this hour. We can do that with your help. Give us a call, 813-239-9663, or donate on the web at wmnf.org. We are still waiting for the first person who will grab the USB drive that has all this information, Dick Gregory, Maya Angelou, and so on. We're going to hear some more Maya Angelou in just a minute. But uh, we are looking for anyone who donates $100 or more. You can get one of these Black History Pacifica Archives thumb drives. Give us a call. Yeah, let's not forget uh, Lady Day, Billie Holiday. There's a whole hour on her. Uh, the Coltrane legacy. Uh, there's so much stuff, especially given June being Black Music Month. You're going to get a whole uh, litany of of information, a lot of information having to do from politics to music to all sorts of cultural ideas right here on this USB drive. Uh, 813-239-9663. Nelson Mandela, the noblest son of Africa. Uh, and of course, like I said, June Jordan, the voice of poet, activist, essayist, and teacher June Jordan. And uh, so you know that some of her writings have probably been banned. True. So we're going to have to take a listen to that. Uh, the uh, Son, uh, Son Ra, uh, Sojourner Truth, all of this right here on this one 
uh, USB drive. Take advantage of that. 813-239-9663. Angela Davis explores the musical influence of Gertrude Ma Rainey, Bessie Smith, and Billie Holiday. Uh, that's the blues legacies and black feminism. Uh, so, you know, you can't separate the cultural from the politics, especially when it comes to issues of black folk in America and all over this globe. 813-239-9663. So many ideas are transmitted through music and through poetry. It is important that it's all taken as, as a whole, as a holistic discipline. Give us a call or go online, WMNF.org. 813-239-9663. I want to thank Anonymous from Sefner with a $34 contribution. Anonymous is saying that Sunday Forum, he wants it to stay on the air, he or she, and because it's better for people who have time to listen to allow listeners to engage like no other show. So that's really important that we have shows like this to stay on the air and to uh, have two hours on Sunday mornings to, so that people can engage with our audience. And the audience also wants to hear community speak. So thank you for the support of that as well. And uh, we, are, we are happy to have Mobili back on the air on weekdays. Community Speaks is going to be a fantastic yeah. show. It's, it started out strong and it's going to continue to be. So if you like this type of programming, please tune in again tomorrow at noon for Community Speaks hosted by Mobili. Right now, we're looking for your support for those shows, especially Sunday Forum, Community Speaks, 813-239-9663. Looks like there's somebody calling in now. That would be great if that's yeah. a donation. We also would like to hear from you. Please call 813-239-9663. You can also donate on the web at WMNF.org. On Juneteenth, which is a week from tomorrow, we will have a, a performance by a Frederick Douglass impersonator in our live music studio to commemorate Juneteenth. The performance is at six or seven. You get to pick which one. For a pair of tickets, you, if you donate $60, you can get a pair of tickets to that. There will also be tours of the station and a potluck that day. So hope that people come out on Juneteenth. Donate $60 if you'd like to see the Frederick Dr Douglass speech impersonator. 813-239-9663 or WMNF.org. I am so looking forward to Juneteenth, June 19th. I love Donald Dowridge and his uh, performances of Frederick Douglass. It pushed you right back into that moment. Frederick Douglass was uh, a, a cultural critic of slavery. He was one of the uh, abolitionists that people rallied around. Uh, he talked about the, the scenes in American streets during slavery. So, you know, it is very important and eye-opening to hear the words of Frederick Douglass. 813-239-9663. If you want to get a pair of tickets to the Juneteenth event, please take advantage of that. And and, and I know you probably miss Walter today. He's out doing some important work. Uh, I'm certain that he will be delighted if he returns and finds that we reached our goal mm -hmm. here on the Sunday Forum. So let's give Walter a great big surprise Big ending here on the Sunday Forum. We got less than an hour left to do it. 813-239-9663 so that we can show Walter in the Sunday Forum that it's still got love and support out there. And Mabili, we have another thank you gift we can offer to people. It's a pair of movie tickets, and we will mail you these movie tickets if you donate $60 to Community Radio. It's to the Cine Bistro. You can go to any of them, 813 813- Two three nine nine six six three or WMNF.org. I want to hear that there's support out there for the Sunday Forum. It's a kind of a, an interesting time of the week. A lot of our news and public affairs shows are on weekdays between nine and one in the afternoon, nine in the morning and one in the afternoon. But Sunday Forum kind of stands out as a two-hour shining light on Sunday mornings, and we hope that you support it. I'd like to see that there is financial support for it as well. So give us a call right now, 813-239-9663, or donate on the web at WMNF.org. What's the Cinebistro? Is that you can eat and drink too They're, and watch a movie? So <laughs> at these Cinebistros, they, they uh, you can order food and they will deliver it to your seat right before the movie. 
Sounds good. Yeah. So this doesn't <laughs> include the meal, of course, but it, you get a pair of tickets for a $60 contribution. 813-239-9663. Let's go back and hear more of this Maya Angelou speech from 1975 uh, that is available as part of this USB thumb drive from the Pacifica Radio Archives, which can be yours for a donation of $100. You know, I remember maybe five, six, seven years ago on WMNF, we would listen to a speech and we would say, for a $100 donation, you can get this one speech on a CD. And people would love that. And they would send, uh, send us money and you, they would get this one speech. Well, we're giving you 33 hours of content for a $100 donation now. So think about what a value this is. $100 contribution to WMNF. You're supporting community radio, but you're also getting 33 hours of black history performances and interviews. Love it, love it, love it. Love it. So give us a call right now, 813-239-9663 or WMNF.org. Here's more, Maya Angelou. And I hope to become great in it. By the fourth, fifth book, I should really have the form down. Mm-hmm. So... Uh, it's it's difficult for me to talk about the work uh, because it's difficult to write it in the first place. In the first place, I have to I have to almost enchant myself back to that time, so that all the smells, all the background sounds, everything, all the textures are there. I'm there again, so I don't write it from a position of security and talk about it. You know, uh, and as told to, that sort of sense. And so I have to be there. And it's painful. The last inch of space was filled, yet people continued to wedge themselves along the walls of the store. Uncle Willie had turned the radio up to its last notch so that youngsters on the porch wouldn't miss a word. Women sat on kitchen chairs, dining room chairs, stools, and upturned wooden boxes. Small children and babies perched on every lap available, and men leaned on the shelves or on each other. The apprehensive mood was shot through with shafts of gaiety as a black sky is streaked with lightning. One man said, I ain't worried about this fight. Joe gonna whip that cracker like his open season. Another said, he gonna whip him till that white boy called him mama. At last the talking was finished and the string-along songs about razor blades were over and the fight began. A quick jab to the head. In the store, the crowd grunted. A left to the head and a right and another left. One of the listeners cackled like a hen and was quieted. They're in a clinch. Lewis is trying to fight his way out. Some bitter comedian on the porch said, That white man don't mind hugging that nigger now, I betcha. The referee is moving in to break them up, but Lewis finally pushes the contender away, and it's an uppercut to the chin. The contender is hanging on. Now he's backing away. Lewis catches him with a short left to the jaw. A tide of murmuring assent poured out the doors and into the yard. Another left and another left. Lewis is saving that mighty right. The mutter in the store had grown into a baby roar, and it was pierced by the clang of a bell and the announcers, That's the bell for round three, ladies and gentlemen. As I pushed my way into the store, I wondered if the announcer gave any thought to the fact that he was addressing as ladies and gentlemen, all the Negroes around the world who sat sweating and praying, glued to their master's voice. There were only a few calls for R.C. Colas, Dr. Peppers, and Hires root beer. The real festivities would begin after the fight. Then even the old Christian ladies who taught their children and tried themselves the practice of turning the other cheek would buy soft drinks. And if the Brown Bomber's victory was a particularly bloody one, they would order peanut patties and baby Ruth's also. Bailey and I laid the coins on top of the cash register. Uncle Willie didn't allow us to ring up sales during a fight. It was too noisy and might shake up the atmosphere. When the gong rang for the next round, we pushed through the near-sacred quiet to the herd of children outside. He's got Lewis on the ropes, and now it's a left to the body and a right to the ribs, another right to the body. It looks like it was low. Yes, ladies and gentlemen, the referee is signaling, but the contender keeps raining the blows on Lewis. It's another to the body, and it looks like Lewis is going down. My race groaned. It was our people falling. It was another lynching, yet another black man hanging on a tree. One more woman ambushed and raped, a black boy whipped and maimed. It was hounds on the trail of a man running through slimy swamps. 
It was a white woman slapping her maid for being forgetful. The men in the store stood away from the walls and at attention. Women greedily clutched the babies on their laps, while on the porch the shufflings and smiles, the flirtings and pinchings of a few minutes before were gone. This might be the end of the world. If Joe lost, we were back in slavery and beyond help. It would all be true, the accusations that we were lower types of human beings, only a little higher than the apes. True that we were stupid and lazy and ugly and dirty and unlucky, and worst of all, that God himself hated us and ordained us to be hewers of wood and drawers of water forever and ever, world without end. We didn't breathe, we didn't hope, we waited. He's off the ropes, ladies and gentlemen. He's moving toward the center of the ring. This was no time to be relieved. The worst might still happen. And now it looks like Joe is mad. He's caught Canero with a left hook to the head and a right to the head. It's a left jab to the body, another left to the head. There's a left cross and a right to the head. The contender's right eye is bleeding. He can't seem to keep his block up. Lewis is penetrating every block. The referee is moving in, but Lewis sends a left to the body, and it's an uppercut to the chin, and the contender is dropping. He's on the canvas, ladies and gentlemen. Baby slid to the floor as women stood up and men leaned toward the radio. Here's the referee. He's counting. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven. Is the contender trying to get up again? All the men in the store shouted, No! Eight, nine, ten. There were a few sounds from the audience, but they seemed to be holding themselves in against tremendous pressure. The fight is all over, ladies and gentlemen. Let's get the microphone over to the referee. Here he is. He's got the brown bummer's hand. He's holding it up. Here he is. Then that voice, husky and familiar, came to wash over us. The winner and still heavyweight champion of the world, Joe Lewis. Champion of the world. A black boy. Some black mother's son. He was the strongest man in the world. People drank Coca-Colas like Ambrosia and ate candy bars like Christmas. Some of the men went behind the store and poured white lighting in their soft drink bottles, and a few of the bigger boys followed them. Those who were not chased away came back blowing their breath in front of themselves like proud smokers. It would take an hour or more before the people would leave the store and head for home. Those who lived too far had made arrangements to stay in town. You see... It wouldn't do for a black man and his family to be caught on a lonely country road on a night when Joe Lewis had just proved that we were the strongest people in the world. You are listening to Maya Angelou on From the Vault. For more information on this program, please go to... You're listening to WMNF Tampa. This is available for a $100 contribution. We're going to go back and hear some more Maya Angelou now. How did you make it? You know, uh, if one looks at my life and considers that uh, an anthropologist or a sociologist would look at my early life and say, I'm a born loser, have to be. Uh, child of a broken family, raped at seven and a half, uh, growing up in poverty, uh, black in the South without parents, direct parents. Uh, an unmarried mother at 16, it would seem that, you know, it's there's no way out. But I've had so many people be kind to me, and I've always recognized kindness, you know, mm -hmm. no matter how it might be shielded, you know, or tendered. And when I think of, of Troubadour, which is not his real name, but when I think of that man, I, I've dedicated the book in part to him because he was so kind. When a human being allows another human being to see her or him at his most base, yeah. that's a gesture of such generosity that uh, it's hard to even write about it. But it does, in turn, hopefully, make me generous so that I wrote the book to say to young people, uh, you might encounter many defeats, but you must not be defeated. Look ahead, you know? Yeah. yeah. Um, and today, uh, 
I'm a Chubb Fellow at Yale University. Uh, honorary degrees from Smith and Mills. I speak seven languages. I'm distinguished professor at three universities. Um, I've just finished directing two movies in Hollywood. First black female director. Mm -hmm. Card-carrying member of the Directors Guild. Uh, I write plays and I write the scores for movies and books and poetry and I have a monthly article in Playgirl magazine. And uh, I'm a presidential appointee on the bicentennial. And uh, on the board of trustees of the American Film Institute. A good wife. <laughs> and a good mother. And I'm about to be a grandmother. Wow. That's fantastic. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's the stuff. So how then, except that I've had a lot of help, which immediately makes me responsible for being a lot of help. You see? Did you write poetry before you began your autobiographies? Yes, yes, I wrote poetry oh, from about 12 years old on. I've always tried to write it. Mm -hmm. I love poetry so, you know. And I heard it um, in the black music and in the written poetry as well. But I loved the, the church songs and the blues because the lines are so pretty. There's mm -hmm. a blues that says... If you don't believe I'm sinking, look what a hole I'm in. And if you don't believe I love you, look what a fool I've been. Mm. That's pretty stuff. And uh, a line in, a, again, old blues, it says, He's blacker than midnight, teeth like flags of truce. He's the sweetest thing in the whole St. Louis. <laughs> They do say, the black of the berry, sweeter is the juice. It's such a pretty thing. And uh, one line in the blues says, my baby is chocolate to the bone. <laughs> <laughs> so I love that. And of course, then there's a, a line, uh, green trees are bending, Poor sinner stands a trembling. That's so pretty. The poetry is asked to be magical, mystical, lyrical, and musical. And so I grew up on that poetry, and I knew it. I don't know how I knew it was poetry, but I knew it then. Well, that's the voice of Maya Angelou speaking in 1975 and singing a bit in 1975 on the Pacifica Radio Archives. This is part of a USB drive that is includes Black History, 33 hours of content. And we're offering this to you with a $100 contribution as your gift to WMNF Community Radio. We hope that you want to hear more content like this hear shows like Sunday Forum, and hear great shows like Community Speaks hosted by Mabili as well. I want to thank some people right now. And before I do that, I want to ask for your contribution so that we can thank you anonymously or thank you by name. Please give us a call, 813-239-9663 and show your financial support for this community radio station. You can also donate on our website, which is wmnf.org or on the WMNF radio app and hit the support button there or the tip jar there. Well, Life Malcolm from Tampa has contributed $63. Thank you right. so much. And he is going to see the Frederick Douglass performance yes. on Juneteenth here at WMNF. Thank you for that. And he says... He thanks Walter and Mabili for what they do, Brother Africans. So thank you for that life. And Joseph Stroder from Tampa has contributed $300, is getting right. a copy of this Black History Pacifica USB drive. He says the show is awesome, looks forward to learning more, keep educating people. So thank you, 
Joseph Stroder Jr. for that contribution. We still need to hear from you. We have not reached our goal. We're now we're closer. We are probably, we only probably need maybe about $1,100 right now, maybe even a little bit less than $1,100. So a $1,000 hero would be, be huge if you could donate $1,000. Or if there's someone out there who can, Take away a copy of this USB thumb drive from Pacifica Radio, Black History. We also have a a Women's History USB if you prefer that for a $100 contribution. Mm -hmm. Or you can get this Frederick Douglass performance here a week from tomorrow at the WMNF Studios for Juneteenth. That's a $60 donation for a pair of tickets. 813-239-9663 or WMNF.org is how you can show your support. And post-COVID, it's good to, to be good to be back together again here in the studio with you, with you, the listeners, joining us here on for Juneteenth. You know, there have been a lot of speeches that you've heard here on the Sunday Forum. One of such speaker was P.L.O. Lumumba. Walter introduced us to Patrick Loke Otiena Lumumba, who is a Kenyan lawyer. He's uh, also served as a director of the Kenyan Anti-Corruption Commission. Uh starting doing that back in 2010. And uh, he's been delivering several speeches alluding to or about African solutions to African problems. And uh, we've played uh, snippets from his speech here on WMF's Sunday Forum, introducing you to this, uh, this great voice that we'll probably hear more from in the coming years. 813-239-9663 is the number to call. Or you could go to WMNF.org and show your support for Sunday Forum, uh, Sunday Morning Public Affairs uh, by calling that number. And uh, we certainly, certainly appreciate the support we've seen so far. Uh, But we need more. We need to show Sean there is still love and support for Sunday Morning Public Affairs. So while Sean is here, let's get in his face and show his support for this Sunday Forum. Go to your telephone, 813-239-9663 is the number to dial. Or you can go online, click on WMNF.org and make certain you push the Sunday Forum. Or if you'd like, you can also throw a little bit to Community Speaks. (laughs) Uh, So give us a call and show your support. Public Affairs is so important. This is my first love here at WMNF, outside of maybe hip-hop. Sure. <laughs> Started out as a hip-hop DJ here over 30 years ago, Sean. Nice. And, uh, but, you know, Community Speaks was the first public affairs program that I became a part of, and now I'm, I'm just happy to have it back on the air. But today, the Sunday Forum needs your support. It needs you to show some support for Sunday morning public affairs. So give us a call, 813-239-9663. And I want to remind people that right now is Sunday Forum, normally hosted by Walter Smith. He's out this week, but he will be back. Mm -hmm. And we are looking for your support. We need to raise $1,500 during the 8 o'clock to 10 o'clock hours. We've so far raised about $400, maybe $500, something like that. So we still need a little bit more than $1,000. We really need to hear from you. We have about... 29 minutes left to, to go, please make your contribution to show that there is support for community radio and support for news and public affairs on a Sunday morning. And history. Exactly. <laughs> you, uh, fantastic shows about uh, history and the black experience. And we're offering, we're showing you right now, uh, we played earlier Dick Gregory and Maya Angelou. We're going to hear in just a moment, Souls of Black Folk. It's a special program that was created by Pacifica. We're going to hear part of that in just a moment to give you an idea of what kind of content you can hear on this USB drive with 33 hours of content from Pacifica Radio Archives on 88.5 FM. The number to call in to show your support is 813-239-9663. You can also donate on our website, which is WMNF.org. You can support Sunday Forum, or if you prefer to support Mabili Show Community Speaks, go ahead and select that from the drop-down menu or tell your phone bank volunteer that you want to support Mabili's Community Speaks program. It all goes to keeping WMNF alive. It's just kind of a way that we can keep track of which shows have the most support. And so it's kind of a friendly um, wager between the shows. Not a wager, but just a competition, a, mm-hmm. a friendly 
only the Olympics. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> which which shows uh, have the most support out there, the most listeners. I'm glad to see a phone ringing right now. That'd yeah. be, that's great to hear that there's somebody calling in. Now we need to hear from you. 813-239-9663 or WMNF.org. We're going to hear now a little bit of this uh, this next segment. And maybe, Mabila, you want to tell us a little bit about what we'll hear? Yeah, you're going to hear The Souls of Black Folk, which is... Uh, the, this is going to be a commemoration of the 100th anniversary of the publication of The Souls of Black Folks, which was a, was a book written by W.E.B. Du Bois, which is very dear, near and dear to Walter L. Smith II's heart. We've talked about this sociologist and his contributions to our knowledge here in the United States. This is the one who famously said the problem of the 20th century would be the problem of the color line. Well, that was so prophetic, and it's still true. And so we got to hear the voice of Afri Woodard. And uh, since this was recorded back in 2015, we're actually looking at the 108th anniversary of the publication of The Souls of Black Folk. And uh, we're going to hear Afri Woodard, the, the actress, commemorate this book by W.E.B. Du Bois here on the Sunday Forum. Give us a call, 813-239-9663 to show Ray support. and Alfred Du Bois in Great Barrington, Massachusetts. World Peace and Revolt in Africa with Dr. W.E.B. Du Bois. Broadcast February 20th, 1953. We Negroes are not fighting tonight against slavery. That fight is won. An interview conducted by Peter Hewan with Dr. W.E.B. Du Bois. We hold the balance of political power in the North. The discussion with Du Bois centers on minorities in the U.S. Either we get the vote in the South or we come North and get it here. Du Bois cites Booker T. Washington as having sought the American ideal, fighting for the right to own luxuries with no discrimination. But we are fighting. Du Bois asserts that we must realize our place as workers of the world. And the chance to live as human beings. Discussion followed about what is happiness, balance of body, mind, and spirit, and concepts of beauty, line, and color. But we are fighting, and fighting desperately, the economic battle for the right to work and to get from our work food, housing, education, health, and the chance to live as human beings. But in this fight, we are not alone. With us stand and must stand whether they will or no, the white workers of America and of the world. The continuation of a colonial world of slaves and serfs, cheek by jowl with a free world of workers with modern technique, is no longer possible. The effort to achieve this by yelling communism and by propelling this nation to pour death and destruction on helpless Korea and to seek in every way to re-enslave China must and will fail. You as voters and intelligent citizens must force peace on the professional soldiers and the business leaders who have, who make fortunes in war. You must let the world know that this is your simple and unwavering program. The abolition of poverty, disease, and, in, and ignorance the world over, among men and women of all races, religions, and colors. To accomplish this by just control of concentrated wealth and overthrow of monopoly. To ensure that income depends on work and not on privilege or chance. That freedom is the heritage of man and that by freedom we do not mean freedom from the laws of nature but freedom to think and believe and to express our thoughts and to dream our dreams and to maintain our rights against secret police, witch hunters, or any other sort of modern fool or tyrant. If work and ever-increasing categories of work must be carried on for the common good, work like education, forest preservation, and flood control, the suppression of epidemics, research into disease, the broad planning of cities, the allocation and integration of industry. If all this must be done for the good of all, it cannot be done by private initiative. It cannot be carried on for private profit. 
It must be planned. It must be conducted under discipline. And any set of social leaders who try to stop this social progress are enemies of mankind and destroyers of human culture. The four freedoms come not by slavery to corporations and monopoly of the press, cinema, radio, and television, but by united social effort for the common good so that decently fed, healthy, and intelligent people can be sure of work, not afraid of old age, and hold high their heads to think and say what they damn please without fear of liars, informers, or a sneaking FBI. <clears throat> this is the life and the conception of life, which today is being denied us. Instead of regarding work as honorable and necessary, and its object as human service, we look on work as something to avoid, and its object as private profit. And so far, so far as possible, profit for the man who does not do the work. Most Americans believe that with, without the incentive of private profit, industry would collapse. No. The object of work is what it does for human beings. And in all the long history of mankind, this has been the open and avowed end of human toil. It is only in the curious interval of modern history marked by the discovery of America and the theft of capital monopolized by force and used to enslave most of mankind to work for the few that a theory of human life has arisen which reduces the people of Asia, Africa, and the islands of the sea to toil for the wealth of Europe and North America. And even in these lands, makes most workers, although better paid than colored workers, yet too poor to be healthy and intelligent. When then, modern world revolution started, of which that in Russia was but a part, revolution which has changed the face of industry in every modern nation, including our own, when that appeared here in America, there started a desperate effort to lead this nation into witch hunting and world war, to stop this world trend toward abolition of labor exploitation and toward a real brotherhood of man. And to a Well, that is the voice of W.E.B. Du Bois recorded in the 20s, and you're listening to it in the 2020s. Yeah. And it sounds like he's talking about unions in that last part there. Yeah, so uh, if, if this is the kind of programming that you think is valuable, we'd like to ask you for your support. We're going to go back to hear more of this in just a moment, but I do want to break in to thank somebody and to also ask for your support. Here's the number to call in to support programming like Sunday Forum, like Community Speaks on 88.5 FM WMNF Tampa. We're community radio. We bring you programming like this every Sunday morning and on weekdays between 9 in the morning and 1 in the afternoon. We also bring you hard-hitting news and public affairs content as well. So if you like it, I hope you tune back in tomorrow morning. Mabili's show is on at noon tomorrow, Community yep. Speaks. Hope you tune in for that. And he has some uh, great plans for that and we'll be asking for your support then as well. Right now, we'd like to have, to have you call in for Sunday Forum or for Community Speaks. Give us a call, 813-239-9663. You can also donate at WMNF.org. We have two brand new t-shirts that have our new logo on it. And Michael McCloskey has just called in from Brandon and is donating $200 and is getting both of those t-shirts. He says, Walter does a very good job. So thank you for that comment. He's getting one of our Sagestone green t-shirts that has the black WMNF logo. And he's getting one of our sweet cream t-shirts that has the colorful WMNF logo. So whichever one you'd like are available, the one's available, the black logo is available for an $88.50 contribution. The colorful logo is available for a $100 donation. We can also, for a $100 donation, if you'd like to give us a donation for a USB drive, we can give you this Black History Pacifica Radio Archives USB thumb drive that has 33 hours of audio on it. 
for a $100 contribution to Community Radio. Earlier in the show, we heard from Dick Gregory. We heard from Maya Angelou. Now we're hearing from W.E.B. Du Bois. And all this content and much, much more is on this USB thumb drive. I'd also like to thank from Sefner, Novia. Oh, thank you, Novia, for your $34 contribution. And uh, he, um, sorry, it says Aisha. I'd like to thank Walter, Mabili, and Sean for all their good works on the Sunday Forum. Let's keep it going. So thank you, Aisha, for that contribution. I'm really happy that you uh, are listening and enjoying the show, and we'd like to hear from you as well. We still need to raise about $800, maybe about $750 right now for for, uh, what is it? for Sunday Forum, that is, between <laughs> now and 10 o'clock. We're going to hear the NPR News at 10.01. Then we'll turn it over to the folk music. But right now, we'd like you to hear your support for Community Radio and Sunday Forum, 813-239-9663. Yeah, and also for a $120 donation, I'm very curious about a book, mm-hmm. a book uh, about the Kentucky farmer who invented wireless telephone. This is the guy who you probably hear, Nathan Stubblefield, which is behind the foundation for WMNF. And uh, this is just a very fascinating story about how wireless technology came about. This is way in 1890s, in 1896, I do believe. So you might want to take advantage of that book and find out more about the facts and the folklore about Nathan Stubblefield, written by our very own Dr. Bob from the 60s show. And Dr. Bob was a professor at Murray State University where he had been reading, writing, and lecturing on Nathan B. Stubblefield since 1990. I read a little bit of part in that book, and I just was so fascinated. For a $120 donation, you can read it too, 813-239-9663 is the number to call. Well, speaking of history, let's go back to the 1920s and hear more of W.E.B. Du Bois talking about the souls of black folk on the 100th anniversary. Now it's the 108th anniversary, as Mabili pointed out. This is part of the USB thumb drive that we can offer you for a $100 gift to WMNF. It's Black History from the Pacifica Radio Archives. Here's more of W.E.B. Du Bois. Please call 813-239-9663 or donate at WMNF.org. Abolish forever the vulgar rule of private wealth. Thus, the peace movement epitomizes in itself the world uplift today. And of this, American Negroes must become increasingly aware if they do not want to fall behind progress and hold back the march of men. This does not call for force or revolution. It does call for courage even to the loss of jobs, for daring to think and guts at least to listen, to the refusal to mistake money made by gamblers either at policy or in the stock market, or display of clothes or homes as progress. Progress is peace, and peace is time for food, homes for love, health for happiness, and books to read. Awake. Awake, put on thy strength, O Zion, put on thy beautiful robe. There is in America today a confusion of mind so tragic and misleading that our whole thought and philosophy is distorted. At the very time that economics, that is, the study of work and income, is of foremost importance to our well-being, Economics is not being studied in our schools. Neither in the elementary schools nor in colleges are students learning about the philosophy of money and exchange, production and trade, wealth and saving. Our university students are pouring into chemistry and physics and deserting history and sociology. Why? Because to us, the basic problem is how large an income we can get, how much money we can control, what careers for our children will ensure them the most wealth. The object of our ambition is rising to higher and higher income brackets. And what we see as progress is escaping from manual labor to white-collar jobs, thence to employing others to work for us, then to come, coming into possession of so much property 
that the, we need not work for ourselves so that we may sit in stark idleness or grovel in dissipation, having never learned anything to do except to arrange to have nothing to do. <laughs> from, this, from this contradiction arises the strange paradox that the poverty for the worker must be perpetual in order that he be compelled to work for the rich. To most Americans, this paradox is at once true and impossible. They sit dumb and bemused before it. What is life but the attempt of human beings to be happy and contented in a world which with all its ill has a mass of sun and waters, of trees and flowers, of beauty and love. To realize this at its highest, we need food, clothes, and shelter. We need health of body and balance of mind. We want to know what this world is, how its wonderful laws act, who its peoples are, and how they think and act, and how what they have done in years and ages past may guide us today. We want to see, realize, and conceive beauty in form and line and color. We want to know our own souls and the myriad-sided souls of others, and then to imagine what might be if what is should grow to what we wish. This is life. This is the end and the fairy tale of life. We know this, and yet we sit dumb and muddled before it, seeing the world as a twisted contradiction. Yet the problem is simple. We have a rich land, earth and water, minerals and vegetables of every sort, breathtaking scenery in mountain, ocean, river and vale. We have combed the earth of its races for strength, intelligence, and daring. All that is asked is that each of us do what we can, first to supply our own wants in food and shelter, health and learning. But more than that, that we do for others what they need done and cannot do for themselves, and yet which must be done lest we suffer. Congresswoman Diane Watson. I was very privileged to have an educated grandmother, and she talked to us about Mahatma Gandhi, Mary McLeod Bethune, W.E.B. Du Bois, and others. When we were little children, we had to sit at her feet. And what Du Bois brought to all of us is a kind of spiritual quality. He calls his book The Souls of Black Folk because he understood. As you know, he himself was a mixture and my grandmother's mother was the result of the slave master and the slaves. So she had a real sense of who she was and always wanted to go back to Africa. And uh, she took my mother and her siblings, there were seven of them, down to hear Marcus Garvey. What Du Bois did in his writings and his speeches was to identify the African elements of man. I'll use that generically, and woman, and what happened in the transition. And I talk about this often in my public speeches, and I try to compare the values of an African to the values of an African-American. And what you have to do is to see that much of the behavior of African men and women here in America was learned behavior. What Du Bois did in his writing was to express the two-ness. You know, he's talked about the dual consciousness. And ingrained in us was a sense of who we were because any true African can repeat his history for thousands of years. We don't know ours. Civil rights activist A.C. Byrd. I was in the United States Navy and uh, in the North Pole, 
what they call an engineman. It was a, better explained that as a, a propulsion engineering tech on this icebreaker who was there to uh, penetrate the ice. I later discovered that the real reason they were there is because uh, not only to, to parade near the Barrier Sea and also that there were also nuclear weapons uh, that was installed underground uh, near the Soviet Union, as you know. Uh, and I uh, looked in the ship library and I was reading the various books they had in there, and one of the books I saw was W.E.B. Du Bois' work on uh, black reconstruction, 1860 uh, to the 1880, in which he uh, expressly addressed the issues of uh, the blacks who fought in the war, the 200,000 troops, who black troops who fought uh, in the Civil War to assist the, the Union the, in defeating its uh, slaveocracy of that period, and also the, an interpretation of Reconstruction, that uh, the Reconstruction period, when the, uh, we were betrayed uh, by the, the 1877 deal that was struck between Hayes and Tilden. Uh, and the President Hayes, who became President and Tilden, reached a compromise where the troops was pulled out of the South, therefore leaving African Americans vulnerable to the original slave owners who had now gotten back into power. So it was a really fascinating work. I was at first understood this to be a history, but it did cause me to question why I was even in the military and what was um, the role that we were playing at that time uh, in the military. And I think this was... Um, it began to make me uh, think critically about where I was, you know, what uh, kind of relationships that I have, what kind of relationships that black folks had in, in, with respect to the military. Well, people listening to history and making it question what they think about how their relationships between their history and current history, that's very important. And that's one of the things that W.E.B. Du Bois did with his The Souls of Black Folk. And we heard him speaking earlier on the 100th, 100 years ago from the 100th anniversary of the publication of The Souls of Black Folk. This is a documentary, a radio documentary, including a speech by W.E.B. Du Bois that's available on the Pacifica Radio Archives USB drive. It has 33 hours of speeches and documentaries. And you can get this for a $100 contribution to community radio if you call 813 813- Two three nine nine six six three. You can also donate on the web at wmnf.org. I'm Sean Canan, and I'm joined by Mabili right now. And we're during Sunday Forum. We're hoping to raise fifteen hundred dollars. There's about five or six minutes left, and we still need to raise about seven or eight hundred dollars. So we need to hear from you. Eight one three two three nine nine six six three. We need to know that there is support for a Sunday morning talk show a news and public affairs show that brings you information about history and about the struggles that are going on still today, 813-239-9663. And just the history of violence against black bodies is is a common theme that was brought up just now in this look back at W.E.B. Du Bois in his writings and the fact that after Reconstruction, we just heard at the end there about the black Reconstruction. We talked about how during Reconstruction after the Civil War, the the level of violence that had had continued after the war, and especially against black folks, and the fact that there were troops from uh, the federal government defending, protecting black bodies in the South from this violence, um, is 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 a key point to remember, and the reason why we continue to struggle with why this country wants to repeat history and this level of violence. We hear if uh, 45, the 45th president of the United States, and you know who that, is, that was, if he can't have his way, he gets indicted. His, uh, his followers are, are threatening violence, you know, and that's what recalls history for us. We cannot hear this threat of violence from today's white supremacists and not recall history and see how we are repeating that history. This is the reason why history is so important to us and I guess why it's important for those that powers that be to suppress it. 
and I don't want you to think that Mabili is talking in uh, in terms that are that are outrageous because there are white supremacists in Florida and there are Nazis in Florida. And you know how we know? Because 12 of them or 10 of them stood outside the gates of Walt Disney World yesterday and raised the Nazi flag and raised flags for DeSantis 2024. And we're standing there... Uh, proclaiming white supremacy on the on the uh, doorstep of Walt Disney World just yesterday. <laughs> this is an ongoing and real threat to our right. democracy. The number that you can call to support uh, the shows that bring that to your attention is 813-239-9663 or WMNF.org. I want to thank our great volunteers in the phone room who have been taking yes. your calls this morning. David, Julie, Alita, Tom, hope I didn't miss anyone. And I want to thank to our volunteer, Jennifer Hollowell, who prepared a savory sauce breakfast casserole for the volunteers and staff here this morning. Thanks for cooking it up and for everything you and Ed Lehman do to help with WMNF. We appreciate you both bunches. We still need $831.90. Mm. And so thank you so much to all of that. Um, and thank you to everyone who's called so far, but we do still need to hear from you in the last minute before we go to NPR news headlines. Call 813-239-9663. Or go online. You can continue to go online, WMNF.org. Click on the tip jar and put down the Sunday Forum as the show you want to show your support for. And so we can continue to maintain... Public Affairs here on the weekend. 813-239-9663. If you'd like a thumb drive that has 33 hours of black history archives from Pacifica Radio, call now with your $100 donation. 813-239-9663. We also have two brand new t-shirts we can offer you. One is at the $88.50 level. The other is at the $100 level. Please call us now. We want to know that there is support for Sunday Forum. We want to know that there's support for Mobili's new show, which is Community Speaks. You can select that as your the, where to direct your donation to as well. Or you can select community to, to select Sunday Forum, he tried to say. Mm -hmm. Thanks so much uh -huh. for your support this hour. Here's the NPR.